Welcome to the Merge Boo Podcast. It seems today that all you see is Survivor on Paramount Plus and podcasts on your phone. But you better be ready. I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. We want to talk about Yeah. Hello, everyone. It That was just the finale. We just watched the finale. Oh, my. It's God. over. It's over. Uh, survive- season 45 was over, and what a season it was. Uh, Cody is not with us this week. Unfortunately, I would have loved to have him. I love chatting with Survivor with Cody. We actually had a very fun season talking about Survivor this season. But as soon as I knew Cody wasn't going to be on the finale with me, I knew exactly who I wanted to invite our it's most- me, Col- Kobe Crabe. Kobe Crabe is here. Hey, uh, no. everybody. Let me give you a proper introduction. This is this man has <laughs> been on the show so many times, uh, probably more than any, not probably, definitely more than any. I've other been guys. on Survivor more so, so many. That's me, Boston Rob. <laughs> yes. Uh, so it's, it's, it's Chris George, everybody. <laughs> give it up for Chris George. Give it up. Did you give it up at home? I hope you gave it up at home. I hope you all gave it up. Um, if you didn't give it up, I'll be pretty upset. <laughs> all right, Chris. We haven't had you on the show since our season 45 fantasy draft. Fantasy yeah. draft. So I I don't... I honestly even... Our group chat hasn't been too active this season, so no. I don't even know how you have been feeling about this season. Well... And now you can give it a, a, a full... How are you like... Give me, give me, how are you, were you liking it? And now at the end, we'll talk about how it works as a whole. Well, I've been writing my notes, just waiting to get invited back on. So let's go back all the way to episode one. They get marooned. Uh, they, Emily opens her big trap. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm not going to go through each. That would be too long. Uh, and that would be too long of a bit to continue with. Uh, this season was actually a real anomaly for me because it was one of the only seasons where I was consistently behind watching. Like usually I'm, I'm chomping at the bit every week to watch it. And while I was a bit busy, usually it's the one thing that I make time for in in my life. And I, at one point, I was like three episodes behind, maybe even four episodes behind. So that's part of the reason why I, I wasn't active in our group chat, because I, I wasn't caught up. And it, it, it wasn't giving me reason to catch up, honestly. I, I thought this was, I don't know, I felt this season, the early parts of the season I felt were, were pretty weak. But I felt it had a really nice, strong finish. The last few episodes I've been really enjoying. And uh, that's uh, it, it was it was a very satisfying conclusion, and I I think absolutely the right player won, and she won the moment that she didn't tell Austin about uh, voting out Drew. I think mm-hmm. that's the exact moment where D won the game, and that's the exact moment that Emily tried three times to get her to say, and finally on the third time in her final speech she did, mm-hmm. and uh, clinched it. Um. Yeah, I, I I I see what you're saying. Early early on, we had some quits. It wasn't like great. Yeah. I I think as soon as even the first 90 minute episode where Hannah quit, I <laughs> I thought to myself, you know, even if this season is balls, I know I'm I like the show more now because of the 90 minutes and because you got more because you got more character time. Like I I love I just the think 90 the minutes. Mo- the, it was it was yeah. just so much less rush so yeah. much more time to breathe breathe obviously there was a lot more camp time and stuff like that but 
also there was more st- strategy time you know like i feel yeah. i felt like i knew what was going into every vote i knew way more people's perspective going into votes i knew like i i can't think of a purple player this season you know there was like no yeah. Nobody got the purple edit, and I think that it. And I'm yeah. wearing a purple shirt right now, so not like, even not even Hannah or Sean. But I do love that we did get the intros back. We got the recaps back, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that's a testament to. Uh, honestly, I think it's a testament to the weak the, the weakness of this season. I think with the Jam Jam Carolyn uh, season, no, we would not I think have gotten a, the recap. And <laughs> I I truly believe this was one of the more exciting and emotional seasons we've had in a long time. I was. Yeah, this was uh, like, especially uh, I know what you mean, especially the last few episodes, just interesting stuff was happening beyond the strategy. It was a really nice finish, a really nice finish for sure. And an incredible winner. I really I'm really like D as a winner. Yeah, D really grew on me. Like I said, the 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 moment where she didn't tell Austin, like it was the exact reverse situation. Austin fell for it. And she didn't. She remained cool, calm, and collective, as Rodney might say. Yeah. And uh, she, she, yeah, that, that's where she, she won it for me. I, I felt that like Drew was getting a lot of the credit of the re before in terms mm-hmm. of in terms of the like str- the strategy of it all. And so I was kind of expecting a Drew win to happen. Mm-hmm. But then uh, it, it was nice. It was it was a really nice line of editing where. I was kept on my toes in terms of not knowing. Well, I knew one of the Reba four was going to win. Let's be real. But well, like once when Emily Caleb got out, went, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When Emily got out. Yeah. I was hoping for an Emily, like, playing the middle, final five, being able to swap, switch it up and get them to turn on each other. But that didn't happen. Uh, well, this she season did an interesting thing. Up. Sorry. Uh, sorry, I didn't. Yeah. What, yeah. what was the fin- your last little bit there? Oh, no. I was going to say she blew her game up when she was too excited to take credit for that move. And then uh, it and, was... It was, it was it was doubled down on tonight. Yeah. Um yeah. and but I think yeah, the interesting thing with editing this season is every time I thought, oh, this person's getting a winner edit right now, they would get voted out the next mm-hmm. week. It really yeah. did keep us on our toes that way. Yeah. And but I also just feel like maybe other than Emily and Caleb, there was like even editing. So like it was fun to root for everybody at the same time. Yeah. Um, I, I know that Emily and Caleb got a lot of attention on Twitter. They obviously were undeniably likable and rootable and were underdogs. Yeah. So people love rooting for underdogs. But I felt like both those vote outs and stuff, they made sense to me enough. And I was getting enough from everybody else that I, I didn't have that like gut wrenching. Oh, I hate when the under, when the guy I'm rooting for goes out. Yeah. Um, yeah, even with Caleb being so charming, our charming, our charming Canadian, mm-hmm. uh, or the one to the token Canadian on the show this year, uh, he, uh, he he even when he got out, I was like, you know what? It was it was well crafted that we we were happy with with how it ended. You know, mm-hmm. like I wasn't, I wasn't happy, but it just it it just asserted re- the Reba Four's dominance in the game really like it it was ludicrous that Caleb went it was ludicrous to me that they were able to keep their alliance so secret from everyone cuz and it, that was that was brought up tonight uh how yeah. a lot of people didn't know and how they keep it under how they kept it under wraps and we didn't I didn't that was maybe wasn't so clear to us that the the yeah. Reba before was such a, a secretive alliance like we're all up on the other side we like vote at one of them yeah, 
But it has but to be, right? Like, you, you have to assume that it is because they weren't getting targeted in that way. Like, if, if it was out in the open, well, they would be horrible, horrible players. And to be fair, I think a lot of people on Bellow weren't the great weren't the greatest players. And that made uh, it more fun to watch, <laughs> But, I mean, they had Bruce. They had the powerhouse Bruce of strategy there, like, trying to rally everybody and nobody would listen to him. And, and uh, I think the story with Bellow consistently has been <laughs> not uh, Bellow members not being able to... Uh, work together and yeah we saw it tonight it's even tonight uh, it was it was so heartbreaking i i was screaming at katura i thought jake might even go the editors got me i was like i swear katura if you screw this up and she did she handed d a million dollars in that moment she's it like was, you know what <laughs> i think it's Let's... gonna be like a historically bad move but like yeah. for both of them not being able to work together like and it being like I, I'm I'm on team Jake for that that play as well. I also feel that Katura had been pushing Jake so much that mm-hmm. like if you're Jake, you can't say even to Katura that you're gonna play because then Katura takes the opportunity. She says, I'm gonna make a big move. I'm the only one with this knowledge. I'm gonna then have us all vote out Jake. For some strange reason, they all wanted Jake gone, even though he that was That was weird, yeah. Like they, they wanted him gone for so long and for so long he he wasn't able to get anything done. Right. Uh, yeah. And uh, I mean, I was I was rooting so hard for Jake this whole episode, though. Like I, I've loved the narrative that was crafted for Jake over the past few episodes. Big like episode you knew Jake. You, you knew that he was kind of going to be in the final three because the editors were like every single one of his confessionals for the last couple of episodes have been him being like, I'm not out of it. I'm not. Yeah. Now it's time to play. Now it's time to play. I'm ready. I'm ready to make some moves. And then, like, even even the previews of the final six of Jake and Katura finally saying to each other, I think it might be time to have a little blind side <laughs> when it's the two of them against Reba 4. I'm like, come on. Come on, they you two. They had it in their hand. Like, they had it in their hand. Oh, yeah. That was tough. That was, I mean, we'll talk about, we'll, we'll, we'll let, we could, I guess we could start from the beginning. Did you like this episode? It was a really good finale, I thought. It was a, it was a great finale. I, I found the last few episodes have been really fun and, mm-hmm. and like really um, improved my opinion of, of this season. I found the, out of the first four episodes, only one, the one with Sabaya leaving was, was good. The other mm-hmm. ones were, were pretty trash. I thought, and then I always, thought, I feel I thought Brandon's downfall was very fun to watch. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, Brandon's downfall was fun for me to watch. Cause that's what you get for not liking tabletop games and putting that in your bio. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was actively rooting against Brandon. I'm like, what, <laughs> what, what are you, what can you do? What can you do? We found out nothing. <laughs> climb a ladder. Yeah, Just climb, no. climb a ladder. No, damn it. Yeah. That Can't was do ladder. Yeah. Can't do puzzles can't do... i know brandon was the number one fan of the merch boot podcast and still is um because we're the only ones giving him his screen time but play more tabletop games brandon Buddy, then we on. can be friends uh yeah was, i thought it was a great episode and uh but it starts out austin's blindsided immediately forgives d and that yeah. just goes to show you like i think d and austin are different guys but d read the situation right yeah knew that austin would forgive her yeah um and maybe it was a good read on austin on the other side knew that d wouldn't forgive him but yeah i also think that's true but like you you didn't you got egg on your face at tribal because of it and that yeah. was ultimately i think his downfall yes um 
So it, a couple times tonight, and I, this is the first time I wrote up, I wrote this. Austin says Drew was his number one, and he also says that uh, D was his number one. Later on, D says Austin's his number one, and she says Drew, uh, Julia is number one. Both times in the same sentence. So yeah, it's not allowed. You can't have two <laughs> number ones. Yeah, there's a final three. That makes complete sense to me. I guess, but you, but still, <laughs> you can't have two number ones. Well, yeah, they're tied. They're tied for number one. There's no ties in Survivor. Well, you didn't see all the um, all the cut footage because they wanted to because Austin and D ended up you know in the finals. They wanted to ship that romance, but D was holding onto Julie's hand for those first twenty days until she flipped to Austin. They were having a. They, oh, had, they, they were, almost oh, had, they a had a romance yeah. of their own. They had a yeah. showmance, yeah. They were doing some major. And stuff. there was that really good scene of um, Drew and Austin having a, a, a makeout session. Yes, the the secret scene. The secret scene, yeah. If only, Which if you haven't seen if it, only yeah. the episodes were two hours, we'd see the yeah. queer romances. Story. Only this was Australian Survivor, two episodes a week. Yeah, see, that might be too much. I don't know. It's not. Joel, it's not. You like the 90-minute episodes? Australian Survivor also has, like, 90-minute episodes. And they just have two a week. But they also have, like, 30 people. Yeah, 24, generally. Um, I haven't watched Australian Survivor since uh, the All-Stars, but it's it's a lot slower. It's a a lot more like old-school Survivor. And in a way, this was very much like an old-school Survivor season just because of the enormous pagonging that Reba did to everybody. But but we talked about this on the show last week. I don't know if you saw this. I was like, I was realizing that I was kind of ready for that big of an alliance to to make the and because you know like the Pagani's are kind of fun sometimes because when you, mm-hmm. they get to the end they have to turn on each other, right? Yeah, yeah. And those, those I think, episodes, yeah. I mean, like, and those are always the best episodes of the season. Like when uh, in South Pacific, one of the best. I mean, bad season, but one of the best episodes of the show maybe is when Brandon go- Brandon Hans goes home. Um, mm. It's like, or, or or whatever that was, like like that that vote was just so interesting seeing that alliance implode like that. Yeah, I, I, I think it- that's in part why the last few episodes have been feeling so exciting because yeah. you, once once Caleb was gone and they were everybody was. Bello couldn't get their couldn't get their stuff together. Mm-hmm. We knew it was just going to be like, oh, what a surprise! It's Kendra, and then we're waiting for Bruce to not have immunity, and it's Bruce, and it was going to be Jake and Couture. You know what I mean? And it was just going to be like running rampant, uh, and so having it being sh- shaken up a little bit like that, I think w- was why for for me it. I think you're right. Made it a little bit more exciting. It circles back on itself, you know. Like we 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 want no more pagongs. We don't want this. And then like the yeah. 30s and the new eras, there's no alliances at all. Nothing. There's so hard to find out who's voting. A with trust cluster, as yes. uh, one one of uh, the more memorable Hannahs might say. Yes, the uh, voting blocks and all this stuff. Um, so, it, it it honestly felt refreshing to see an alliance do so well. Yeah, to me. Um, and obviously it was a lot of fun, A, seeing them implode, but B, after the Emily vote, when they tried to implode, mm-hmm. it didn't work. Seeing the aftermath of that with all four of them still on the island, that's still fun. That's really fun, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so moving on. This is, yeah, the, um, I, I've, I've been making notes this season because yeah. it's, I, I start to forget stuff. But, yeah. uh, uh 
and and you know i don't go over and cross the things out that we've already talked about but yeah katora being mad at mad at herself for not seeing how close that d and austin were yeah she should be she played horribly this whole season she was one of the worst <laughs> players sorry katora she was she was one of my picks she was on my fantasy team but i was so mad at her most of the season because she got tunnel she got tunnel vision on bruce that's mm-hmm. all she cared about not recognizing that there's anything else of strategy going on but it was interesting. Just a bad, see, bad player throughout from Chris. It was interesting to me to see the perspectives of people on the island mm. right before she gets voted out. People talking about the good things about her. Yeah, yeah, for like sure. How she, how she uh, did was always on the right side of the votes. Never got her name written down. That is a good thing, right? I mean, you know, being that kind yeah. of bottom player, especially in the new era, that is something someone that's threatening these days, you know? Yeah, that's true. That that, like that is a was, strategy that can make it. If it was her, Austin, and uh, Jake, Jake at the end, we probably would be getting a different edit edit entirely, showing her ingenuity in the game. I think if it's her, Austin, Jake at the end, Jake takes it. I think Jake's Austin. The winner. Ta- I think maybe Austin or Katura takes it. I I think people always knew that Jake. Yeah, played. I mean, like Austin probably would have taken it just based upon the amount of votes that he got. But I just would the the way that that final three happens is Jake successfully takes out D with the idle play, um, and, and then Jake wins immunity, and then Jake beats Julie in fire, and mm-hmm. then Jake has like a Chris Underwood run into the finals. Like that's the only way that it happens. A couple times it it seemed like it was coming together. It was Jake, so close. Jake got a lot of content in this episode. I wrote down a couple times. Jake is Jake getting like the like the like the pop, like yeah, like winner edit. I, I fell in love with Jake this episode. I really did. From him breaking the challenge to running, running's not my forte. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and he, he killed the that uh, that advantage. I I thought it was going to be D Austin win, no problem. So let's together. talk about this. That's the next yeah. thing on my notes. I thought that's what how me and you would do it. We have such dumb survivor brains. First thing, <laughs> if, if if something if a number is in between one and forty four, I'm going to remember it by yeah. who who won Survivor. It's a great strategy because yeah. you know everybody is a super fan. I love those sorts of shoutouts. And I love how he goes, uh, I can't remember who it was. Oh, it was JT, Gabla, and who was the third one? Uh, oh, Denise. Denise. Yeah. yeah. JT, Gabla, Denise. There, he's like, oh, sorry. Oh, uh, sorry, sorry. 1843, yeah. <laughs> but, but that's incredible because we can, we can remember that combination after the episode has aired. And yeah. no way would it have been that easy to remember after the episode has aired. It's a great strategy. Like... It's been a meta season, you know, stuff like people being yep. meta like that. And that was one of the more kind of relatable moments. Yeah. Uh, that was very funny. Um, and then, and then like, uh, I would say this se- felt like the most rushed episode because they, they did have less time because they had to put in three tribal councils in a shorter yeah. period of time than they usually would have had. So we, they we, like, I think it was about two and a half hours and then a 30 minute reunion that's how it's kind of been for the last few especially with this new after show where they don't have too much to say but i just mean like it's less time than we've had this season because we've had so much time 90 minutes wise um it's a and it it was two jam-packed challenges uh but this this challenge was jam-packed because it was a relay race and then they did a lot of stuff 
Yeah. It was yeah. a fun challenge. I love the Michelle Tower being the final puzzle of the immunity challenge. Mm-hmm. And I, I love the, the customary kick yeah. of the tower when you win. Mm-hmm. Although Michelle's was a sidekick, so, you know. Probably should have done it that way. She she has that. I remember her talking about it in an interview. She has the the the. She's broken that game in her head. Like she knows exactly what how to do that one. Mm. Like there's there's a strategy to it. And I I I think I seen Carson on Twitter saying like talking about how easy that challenge is once you know the trick to it. Mm. Um, uh, I'll have to learn that trick. Yeah. Well. Now that Carson has tweeted about it, I I doubt they'll ever put it in the show again. Carson breaks has broke the season, broke the game last year. Um, But so they do, they do an under obstacle. Then they dig for a machete. Then they untie the machete. Then they cut the rope for keys. The keys releases sandbags. The sandbag, throw the sandbags in. And then the sandbags release, you know, three numbers for a combination. They do the combination. Then they climb up a wall. No, you forgot the key. You're just like Jake. You're just like Jake, Joel. You would have left that key sitting there by the combination. The the keys opened up the... It opened up the puzzle. Sandbags. No, there's another key. Oh, right. Right. The key was inside the Mm -hmm. combination lock. and then Yeah, and you just left it there on the ground. Is that what yeah, you, that's what Jake did? That's what did? Jake did. That's okay. what Jake did. I thought he dropped it. He left it? No, he just left it. He got so excited he got the numbers again. And then the dumbass. Also, this is this is one thing that I do want to flag. This is one of the first times a survivor has done this, and I, I'm very excited that they have, and I think they should continue to do this moving forward. Is that not everybody has the same numbers? I think yeah. that's just a no-brainer from here moving yeah. on because everybody looks at each other. You know, like I understand the puzzle has to be the same, but especially when you have these sort of like number locks that are in a, something that, or especially midway through a challenge, that was really, really nice to see. Do you remember uh, Millennials versus Gen X where they had like a modesty towel to put over yeah, the yeah. thing, and then Jay didn't put his ta- his modesty towel. And so over? everybody just ran over. <laughs> yeah, as if they couldn't run over and take the modesty towel off. No, you can't touch it. <laughs> um, uh, you can't touch it. It's a modesty towel. Yeah. That would be so so inappropriate for live TV. Yeah, I I if I if I had won that reward with the steak and the red wine, I would need a modesty towel. I'll tell you that it's a good steak. A great a great choice by Austin to take Jake. Yeah, yeah. I expected him to take D. <laughs> Austin Jake has one bite of steak in him, and he tells him he has an idol. Like, <laughs> but I also thought that was a great strategic play by, by Jake. Like Jake read it correctly that he's right. like people think I'm a dope. And so he used that to his advantage. That's why I was really rooting for Jake because you saw his strategy and like his thinking move forward. It was, I think one of the, it was one of the only times that an idol was, well, I guess Julie played her idol correctly, but she knew from D like she knew guaranteed that it was happening. Right. It was the only, it was the only time in the season when somebody had an idol and they anticipated the movements of the other people without getting like direct information. Yes. You know? Yes. Like Austin bungled it. Julie knew because D told her like, and mm. that was, that was its own like social play. But this was like a strategic anticipatory play that Jake himself set up uh, through everyone else's expectation and lower expectations of him. And I like wanted that, to bring up, uh, that was before... huge for me. Yeah, no, you're right. And I, 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 I we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that vote, but I, I definitely think, but, but him, it really was setting off alarms, him telling, 
Katora and Austin about his idol, and uh, immediately everyone knows about it. Obviously, he had that secret, but it was throwing yeah. bells off in my brain. Like, Jay, yeah. what are you doing? I it think... started out bad, but then yeah. I, I felt like he was like, nah, nobody's going to play for me. They know that. And do you think he 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 there he knew that the vote was going to go against him? Final five, like obviously that was very surprising that they were actually thinking about going for Jake. Final five, like what the fuck are you doing? But I know it's just atrocious that that was even a consideration, and that Katura was like, "Yes, I want that." Yeah, like, um, and then she's like, mm, "No, maybe I should get out the couple, the showmans." Uh, yeah. God, uh, that makes me so mad. Steak and wine does that shit to you. Steak and wine, like, push your guard down. Uh, I remember I hadn't drank in five months. On my birthday, Mimi takes me to to the keg. And she gets me a steak and a glass of wine. And I I had a drink for the first time in five months. And I started spilling all my secrets. Yeah, putty in her hands. You told her all about your your second family. Yeah, I had a whole second (laughs) family. Two cats on the other side of the city. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Why do you think I keep sending filet mignons to your house? Yeah, you, that was that's been me. That's me. It's, it's you, yeah, you're the East End. Yeah, so it's yeah. you're my you're my second cat. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. So I and I was noticing early on, like D wasn't getting a lot in the edit. I was like, oh no, D's going home here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, D is getting the the Jesse treatment right now. Uh. But uh. It turns around, but um, yeah. So let's talk about this insane final five vote. Yeah, because what the fuck? And and I do have a theory about this vote. All right, give me your theory. I think this is another master stroke of D getting maybe not what she wants, but what she knows she needs, and keeping her hands clean. Oh yeah, I think that was pretty clear. Yeah. And but it being one 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 two at final yeah. five and an idol being played. Yeah. Is insane. To no purpose. To no purpose. Jake should yeah. have held on to it at that point, but Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was to it was to no purpose. But uh they did nobody knew where the votes were going, it seemed. Yeah. Julie just deciding I'm voting for Jake, I don't give a fuck. Uh, that was that was an odd play from Julie. It, it could be the only reason that could have happened is if she knew that there was D talk and she just didn't want to write D's name, name down. So her and D that, sort of yeah. like canceled each other out. If they knew it was between them, they're like, yeah. okay, we won't vote for each other. We'll vote for Couture Jake, mm-hmm. you know, and let, let the chips fall where they may. But I just, I don't know. And it, I like, I don't know. It's a bad call by Julie. Like Julie votes D, D yeah. goes home because on the revote, Katura would have would have flipped, right? So, what about? I mean, where where was Katura hearing her name as well? Was she maybe hearing it from D? So she knows not to put her vote on like, but like like who was telling what where the vote went? Was it that quick of yeah. a turnaround from the challenge? The sanctuary, like there was no where. Where were all the conversations? You know what I mean. Like I yeah, feel like we I've, saw like an understanding of why everyone was voting that way, but why weren't they talking to each other? Yeah, I think Katura just got spooked. I think Katura didn't trust Jake. Um, she's like, I looked in your eyes. She's like, those are the eyes I can't trust. And he's like, No, you're not going home. And she's so unaware 
that she can't read between the lines of Jake's very unsubtle. No, you're going to be safe. And I mean, uh, I will say, I mean, <laughs> uh, Drew said in his exit press, and I brought this up last week that it was or Yeah. Yeah. It was hard for people to work with Jake because he was so wanting to make big moves all the time. Yeah. And like, yeah. want like wanting these relationships so he can make big moves, but he couldn't make a big move because nobody wanted to work with them. Yeah. Like he was too erratic. Um, to uh, actually um, like have people want to work with him. So I get why Couture maybe didn't want to vote for him, but the communicate, like the, just the, the breakdown of the communication in Bello, as just, I think just has been there from the very beginning. Oh yeah. No, and they it, were never going to win. They were yeah, never I mean, going to win because Reba four was so strong. And it, I think it's kind of beautiful that we have had this, like obviously the Couture and Bruce thing has been, was the main character for a bit, but what stepped forward as one of the more interesting relationships from day one, we saw it was Katora and Jake. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a really fun and it, and it culminated in such a poetic moment with the fire making. I thought that was, it was really fun seeing like them kind of unraveling in this episode, like they have throughout the entire merge as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because also like both times Jake wanted to make a big move. It was having Katora risk going to the <laughs> as if buddy like yeah um i think i'm a little higher on katura and a little lower on jake than you are yeah i mean jake's not a, didn't have anything go his way right but i mm-hmm. felt like jake was was at least trying and scrappy and katura was like i want to reward somebody who didn't play a passive game and katura played a very passive game her game was i hate bruce Oh, Bruce is annoying. I'm going to go with wherever the votes are. Don't care. Right? I, like, that's how it felt to me. I have a feeling that the editors made that her game for a lot of it. I don't think that was her entire game was just the Bruce thing. The editors really yeah. liked that she didn't like Bruce. And she did. That's fair. Her confessionals were very funny about not liking Bruce. So I, uh, I can see why they. Uh, were, yeah. Do you have two cats? Yeah, we do now. You got a second cat? Yeah. You're welcome to the, oh they're so cute. <laughs> oh my for God. yeah, for all the listeners, you can really hear their their meowing and pitter pattering, and I'm sure they'll come up to the microphone at one point. Oh, they, and yeah, scream my, at it. My cats are also going at it right now. So, uh, yeah, nice. yeah, we got wow, that's awesome. Uh, you brought them all the way to Nova Scotia. Well, we got the second one in Nova Scotia. Do you live in Nova Scotia? No, but I'm here now for. Oh, the second for, one is a new cat. Is a new cat, yeah. So for two months, like this week, the last two months. Yeah, the last two months. But like, I I got it. I'm sure this is really uh, interesting. No, I think this our, is riveting. Uh, all of our survivor yeah, buddy, I think we got a lot, a lot of new <laughs> listeners from my TikTok, so it's like it's all fine. Oh, um, that's fair. Your TikTok is is great. It's yes. all about Joel's cute cats who love to take baths. I think people maybe tune in and be like, "Does he talk about his cats?" No, I don't. <laughs> and, uh, but um, do you think they stayed until right now? I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. They if they came from. <laughs> They've TikTok been waiting. This episode. They've yeah. been waiting. They're like, I want to hear someone talk about cats and never see them. That's yeah. why I'm tuning into this Survivor podcast. <laughs> um. Okay. So where where were we? Actually, how about we take a break? We'll do an ad break. We'll yeah. we'll switch over our Zoom and then. Uh, and we promise there's going to be more only cat content uh, from here moving forward. But twist, it's cat from Worlds Apart. Yeah. 
Uh, well, actually, I mean, I think people have uh, this season definitely gotten used to us going off of Survivor co- talk, <laughs> a talk, especially really? when COVID. in merch boot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I think this season though we've been even worse. Before uh, we go to break, though, I do want to say I do wonder how you felt, Joel, about the most important moment of this episode, Jake's Tony impression. Can you oh. validate this for me? Oh, I love that. I also I also thought, you know. He kind of stole it from me. Well, maybe yeah. he listens to this podcast. Or yeah, maybe maybe we haven't checked in with Tiny Tony in a while. Maybe Tiny Tony took, you know, has has gotten has grown possession. Honestly, powers, that yeah. would make sense in terms of how Jake's hands move when he runs. Mm-hmm. If Tiny Tony was inside of him trying to control him, it's it, he hasn't fully extended to the to the outside of his limbs just as, yet. As he said in this episode, running's not my forte. Okay, all right. Let's uh, let's take a break. Okay, we are back. Maybe there is an ad. Probably not. Um, Probably not. We just wanted you to hear from Tiny Tony's tugboats. That his special. He's got a new. Uh, he's got a new business venture. Hey, hey, it's me, Tiny Tony. Have you ever been in a tugboat before? I haven't, Tiny Tony. Tell me more. Uh, well, uh, I got a new tugboat uh, thing, and uh, I want you to be a part of it. What have you been tugging, Tony? It's a, a timeshare. Oh, I've been tugging lots of stuff. A couple tugging timeshares? Yeah, a couple timeshare tugboats. Toronto boats. to Toledo? <laughs> yeah. Toronto, actually. Torontoni. Torontoni. Is mm-hmm. that your new name? Yes. How you to- I'm t- Actually, it's Christmas time. I'm Tony Tim. <laughs> Tony Tim. God bless us, everyone. God bless us every moment. Um, uh, okay, so let's get into it. I haven't done that Tony impression in a while. I was rusty. What? You, wait, that that was you? I thought, you shouldn't be taking credit for right. Jake, Tom- who's who's arrived on screen. Yeah, he's here. And is he, sitting with you. He just didn't off, go to all his exciting mic. finale parties. He's here. Yeah. <laughs> he's sitting beside me, keeping silent. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Jake. Shut up. Yeah, we're, we're talking here. Yeah, you're third place. You don't get to go to the parties. Yeah. Uh, skipping ahead, one of the more gracious third place finalists of the new era. Obviously, yeah. it's it's very tough to lose in the moment and have to keep a smiling face on for that finale. I think the for that the live reunion. I think the the immediate after reunions are kind of bullshit for people like that. For it's it's bullshit yeah. for a lot of reasons. We don't get the pre jury yeah. people, and uh, we don't get we have to. And we don't get reflections too, right? Like people seeing the show and and then getting to reflect upon it. And we don't get Sia awarding people a million dollars. I mean, that's what Sia does. I see why they do it. It's probably a very expensive night to put on. I don't know. You don't have to do it in front of a live audience, you know, just do it. Yeah. But they don't have to pay the cast an additional 10 K either as an appearance fee. Cause that's what they used to make. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that's, I mean, and there's, there's uh, 18 of them. So that's, uh, 180 grand right there. Yeah. Just a little over 179,000. Yeah. If my math is right. Well, I mean, maybe they could have done it this season because if you quit, don't, don't you like, you go out of contract so they don't have to bring you back for the thing? Oh, yeah. That's true. See it, Hannah. See it, Sean. I, oh, that's what I did want to say that I have loved this entire season with the intro is that the editors are like, yeah, we're going to give Hannah her close-up is her falling on her face mm-hmm. covered in mud. And mm-hmm. I'm surprised Sean didn't get that treatment either. He does get the little, like, flick of the eyes, like he's yeah. crying like a little baby. 
I think that's what the editors are trying to go for there. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, I do like uh, the editors just ripping into people who quit because <laughs> honestly, screw you. I want to be on the show. I, I saw it on Twitter, so I can't take uh, credit for it. But somebody uh, saying Jeff getting more mad at Jake about uh, uh, ruining the challenge than uh, he did at the quitters. <laughs> I know. I did, I did love how sad Jake was about it. He's like, listen, I'm so sorry I broke the challenge. Like, he went to try to repair it. He's yeah. like, oh, is this going to come out of my paycheck? Yeah. <laughs> like, am I going to have to pay for this? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, it's... Is anybody here a lawyer? Not... I'm the <laughs> only one. Not only did you lose the challenge, you're also in trouble. <laughs> the from daddy feeling. jeff jeff just yelled at you yeah he is not bringing you a plate of bacon for valentine's day <laughs> oh i would love that uh, imagine he does that for all the third place finalists unless you <laughs> um, unless yeah unless you got disqualified yeah um okay a lot of first this season a lot of first first disqualification yeah i gotta say is it the first disqualification in the, in no the that would probably be rob uh, choking clay. Oh in, yes, in Thailand. Yes. Um. Oh, uh, so this challenge. Th- sorry, this tribal council. Bef- like going back to final five tribal mm-hmm. council. One of the more exciting, and obviously nobody knew what was going on, but I had no idea what was going to happen in the final tribal. No, in five? the fi- in the in the final five. I thought D was gone until it cut to Katura's confessional. Yeah, exactly. Like, I had this fluttering feeling. Like, I was so nervous for everybody involved. I was so stressed stressed out. Like, any, any, I think Julie was the one where it was kind of the least exciting person to go home because that's who, it, ex- exactly how we predicted at the last episode is what happened in this yeah. episode. Yeah. But uh, it was very, it was a very exciting vote and one of my favorites of the season. Yeah. It was great. It was a really lovely finale. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, the finale was great, but that I'm just saying that final five vote was mm. very interesting. Was it not? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it kind of, it, I, I was only interested if Katura, like how, how large she screwed up. If she accidentally voted out Jake, I think that would have been really exciting. Yeah. Um, because that would have been th- an even more colossal screw up. But, but to be fair, her screw up did, you know, award the, the winner a million dollars. Yeah, I think that's what makes it so exciting is that D wins the Final Four challenge. Is her Katura is her number one target? Like, like Katura, you had it. And yeah, she and it like it was, and that's we're gonna talk about that one for for a while. I think that's yeah, definitely the most exciting Final Five of the new era. I think uh, Eric and James can give away their dumbest Survivor move. Yeah, award. Do you think? Do you think that we're gonna be seeing clips of this for in in fifteen years? No, because they don't like to to make the players feel bad anymore, which is nice Eric for the players. Though, yeah, <laughs> they only make Eric Reichenbach. They only make Eric Reichenbach feel so horrible that he did no longer watches yeah. the show, and they're like, "Oh, I guess that, that's not a good thing for us to do." <laughs> so, um, they went to a new beach. We get mm-hmm. no context about it, content about it at all. No, they slept on the sand. That's what's, it. <laughs> what's what's the fucking point? Jeff even brings it up in the tribal council. Katora completely dodges the question, or Julie completely dodges the question. Just talks about uh, the advantage challenge. Yeah, 
because it uh, doesn't really matter at this point you know i mean i'm sure it catches them off guard but for tv it does nothing yeah it's it's more to make them i think like survivor wants to make you tired so that you make a dumb mistake so that right. it's more interesting tv sure and right. i mean and plenty of dumb mistakes were made so i i suppose you're right um uh but like i remember heather and erica telling us that that night was the worst night they had well i think it depends if it rains or if it doesn't seems like they had great weather so then they were probably okay um and then uh uh so when we see that d vote happen sorry that uh julie vote happen uh one of my favorite lines insert in this season ever comes of course from jake when he says you made me swear on Nana, dude. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> it was just like such a mafia moment. <laughs> you made me swear on Nana. <laughs> and Katura gaslights him again, saying, I never made you swear. She, she literally said swear. She said, say it in a sentence. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just, I, I it kind of sums up... Uh, Jake as this like like kind of like you know he has this like thick Boston accent but is such a softy little theater kid so his yeah. one big mafia moment is saying you made me swear on Nana what the <laughs> hell <laughs> yeah he, I I loved I loved last week where Jake got his uh, his little underwear moment he's like listen I was into my underwear so I could pretend I was changing over here yeah um that was and then oh yeah that Jake has he reminded been reminded of him of, of a play he was in of a play that he got so excited to talk about yeah and then he's uh, my other favorite quote of the season really also comes from Jake where he was saying yeah you know we were looking for peppers under rocks peppers, yeah we were looking for peppers in trees no 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 uh to be clear we were looking for idols yeah the and he peppers. has to clarify it yeah oh man that guy uh just uh, i i i mean to be honest he's maybe the guy i want to see come back the most yeah and bruce no bruce 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 was a good one time one time punch bruce bruce well, was everything i wanted and more one in a small fraction I want I really wanted to see the world in which Bruce won every single immunity to the final and got no votes. Amazing. That it would have just awesome. been the best thing ever. Yeah. Didn't yeah, doesn't make fire. Doesn't make yeah. fire because he knows he's won every immunity. He thinks he's gonna win. And what would no be votes. funny too is if he won all these immunities and every time loses a vote. <laughs> like every <Yeah>. time risks <laughs> a vote, loses it. Like in every way possible that never votes at tribal. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Austin voted Julie. So that was, you know, I like that. That was sort of like, um, kind of sold at the end of, of him saying like, this was, that was my move. But did you know, Katora was voting for Julie? You lucked out yeah. there. You, you know lucked what I mean? Out. Yeah. Uh, like, where did you think the votes were going? I don't understand. You thought they were going on Julie. You thought, uh, yeah, probably Jake and Katura were going Julie. Mm-hmm. Oh, what? Yeah, what a clusterfuck. But like, I, I, I think, uh, um, I think D played that right though. Voting Katura. 
but it played it. She played it interestingly. I, and I think she was, she kind of was like subtly the winner of that. Everybody kind of leaves a bit pissed off, but D and, and Julie are yeah. happy about it. Yeah. I mean, she locks in yeah. Julie's vote, but we always knew that Julie would vote for D. We always knew that Drew would vote for Austin. Yeah. Um, okay. So, and, oh, and, and so perfect. Uh, Katora being this uh, secret lawyer and both the lawyers telling her. Um, yeah. Yeah. You should, you should be a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. You should be a lawyer. <laughs> well, cause she said, maybe I'll be a lawyer. I've always, yeah. always thought about that. Like she, she framed herself in the past, right? Yeah, Before yeah. she made that decision. But yeah, it's, uh, it's, but it's, it was, but it's lovely that they chose those moments to say yeah. that to her. Yeah. Um, and it was a lovely reveal too that she got to do it at at Final Tribal and not in like Ponderosa or something. Yeah, exactly. Or which like, I haven't been watching this season. Has there been Ponderosa? Um, they've been doing these little uh, like front facing camera videos that are pretty vapid. Mm. Um, they do like a little bit of like, oh, hey, I'm Kelly. I just got blindsided. There's Caleb at the pool. Anyway. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So not a fully fledged nice Ponderosa. They don't yeah. want to. Same reason why it's still twenty six days. Cut those. Well, they costs. had it for forty one. Oh, did they? They did. Yeah. Mm. Or did? Or maybe they didn't. I can't remember. I think forty two may have broken Ponderosa. I don't remember. One of one of one of them broke Ponderosa. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we talked about this challenge. We've seen this challenge before. Um, but I was very glad I love, I used to love the ball challenge where they're, you know, going back and forth. Emotion. We, we, we saw see that, that all the time. So fucking much. Like at the, yeah. some point it's like enough is enough. And this is, this is an exciting challenge. You know, there's a couple of few things going on and, but D fucking takes yeah. it like it's cakewalk. Especially the amount of, of cups that you have to stack. Like 17 is a lot. Yeah. But she's she's about she's so good at balance. It's those big toes. Yeah. D should insure her toes. That should be the first thing she spends the money on. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure she's popular with a certain sect of the internet for those toes. But um, Jake also was was had a chance there, and mm-hmm. if only Katura had voted out D, we could have gotten the beautiful moment of Jake winning. Taking out Julian Fire and winning the game. Yeah, that would have been. It wouldn't I have mean, won. It would have been awesome. How's, how's Juliet awesome. fire making? How's sorry? How's D at fire making? How's Juliet fire making? Yeah, I don't know. I think Julie wins, though, in that equation. If she, if she gets to the yeah the fire making, I mean, yeah. If she, if I know, I mean, if Julie. Yeah, we don't know how good Julie is at fire making, but yeah, that yeah. that would have been. Uh, she Sorry. wanted to take Jake out because he's so good at fire making though too. Yeah. Uh yeah, um some of a lot of my notes now we've we've gone over um the the so Jake being very emotional being like I've not been able to get anything going my way. I just want it. I just want one thing and that's winning fire. That's going to be his win, you know. So can yeah. you please send me to fire? Uh Katora having a uh the, the editors did this well. Katora having that maybe I could win fire. Like what if? Yeah. Like I've done everything I've done. I've told myself I couldn't do at some point. Mm-hmm. So what if I actually won fire? That that gets me thinking. Hmm, maybe she might win. And then Austin being like 
uh, Jake is bad at fire and all this stuff. You know, still don't like the fire making challenge, but if the editors make yeah, it, me neither. Yeah, I make it exciting enough, you know, whatever. Uh, I would I would take an actual vote at final four over this, but you know, they made it they made it exciting. I wasn't sure who was gonna win fire. I or, do I do like seeing this trend though, that the winner of the final immunity doesn't have to make fire to win. Like it's we've seen it now in the last two seasons, and that's been really great. Because I think the fire making is also dumb and too much emphasis is put on it. And they're like, okay, let's just put emphasis on making one single fire and not 26 days of gameplay. And that's just ludicrous. Something I thought was interesting was they get uh, the final four tribal council. And not a lot of words before fire making other than Jeff saying what was going on. Katura says she wants to send me because and then she lists all the th- reasons why she's a jury threat. And then Austin says, uh, she doesn't want to take me because she doesn't want me to have another resume move. All these things are interesting for the jury for them, obviously, and reminds them why they like them and why they are jury threats and stuff like that. Yeah, it was good playing to the jury. But also, I thought it's maybe counterintuitive because it also shows Dee's inner monologue and she doesn't have to say it at all. Yeah, I think Katura came out on top in that exchange. I don't think Austin, I think Austin kind of was kind of nil in terms of winning stuff in that. But Katura, if she had gotten through, I think that would have been a really good reason. She says, listen, she thinks I'm so threatening. I can talk. I can do yeah. all this. I've actually like had a low key, really good gameplay and like has already started to talk herself up. I thought it was a really well spoken um Mm-hmm. Uh, play by Katura, and honestly, one of the first things that she's done that I've liked. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, I I definitely perked up for that. But but like I was I I maybe was thinking the other side with it. I'm like, you're giving the jury, you're showing the jury that D's a smart player, though. Yeah, and like D might be a bit more closed off about talking through that sort of strategy in front of the jury, you're giving them her ent- entire inner monologue for her. I, I still Without think Katura like... could, it, 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 Katura played it like an interview where you say, what's your greatest weakness? Yeah. You know, she played it. She's like, listen, this is, this is what I'm going to have to do yeah. because I'm so amazing at everything yeah. else. And D recognizes that. And you guys haven't been seeing it. Like the jury, you haven't been seeing it because it looks like I'm making just completely horrible moves every every tribal, and mm-hmm. I swear that's not been going on. Mm-hmm. I haven't been, even though I've just been passively sitting here not doing anything whatsoever. I, I'm very interested in what Katura's final tribal would have been because I think she would have got votes. Oh yeah, I think she I think she would have done a, a a really good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you said that she was a bad player throughout and blah blah blah. I think she was a good character though. Incredible backstory, as we know. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, very well spoken, great narrator. Um, I'd love to see I, her come back, but you know, I I appreciated her saying too, like when she told her story, she's like, "Listen, I didn't want to just come out here and like tell my sob story. Like, I really like to look on the positives. Like, I loved that speech in that moment from her before. But she's like, but I I, I should take this moment to tell my story because I think it's important. Yeah, and it made me realize the importance of having a sob story in my next audition. Yeah, maybe we should. Uh, um, try and get some sort of bad thing to happen to us. 
I've got mine locked and loaded. I think my landlady is going to sell our place in the next five years. So I got to make this money so that I can continue to afford to live in Toronto and not have to move to Nova Scotia. That's the worst sob story I've ever heard in my entire life. Well, it's all I've got, okay? (laughs) Within the next five years. (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah, so I'm just sorry. I'm just going through my notes. They get their, their breakfast... Oh, oh, Keturah reveals to them not at the reunion right after she doesn't do that she's an Yeah, attorney. that was a lovely moment. Yeah. And that I like good. that it happened there and not oh, in Ponderosa. And one of my favorite moments in Final Tribal is is uh, Keturah saying, Jake, and goes, yes, counselor. <laughs> and that was a nice little moment. I think, that's, I think that's really emblematic of, like, how people see Jake. You just kind of go, like... You're you're cute. You're sweet. Like you try too hard. Mm-hmm. That's just like a. Oh, you can tell you they don't have love to him. Do it. They they <laughs> love him, but there's no. <laughs> Skipping ahead, Caleb saying, "I'm gonna vote Jake." Yeah. Writes down D. <laughs> what the hell is I think that? Caleb. I think Caleb knew that it would be close between yeah. D and Austin, and like so would have won. It was yeah. It was a nice. It was a nice thing to like be like. I see you. I'd like to write your name. Mm-hmm. Um. So let me. It's uh, just, just Caleb being his incredibly charming self, consistently. Yeah. Oh, and uh, during the during the uh, fire challenge, we can just say Katora, not great at the game, not good at fire making. Yeah, I was texting um, my friend Josh and saying, "Wow." Look at that. Another thing that Katura is horrible at. Who would have guessed? Hey, say what you want about Katura. I'm sure she would have beat Brandon in the farm. Oh, yeah, that's true. That, honestly, I take it all back. Katura, love you more than 50% of Lulu. Yeah. No, Katura was on my team. Katura, Katura, I've been rooting for Katura since since day one because she. I drafted her second. Right. So you're second a little harder day. on her. So I'm yeah I'm harder on her because I had a, a lot higher expectations. I'll tell you this: you're kind of the opposite of the way uh, Cody is with his uh, um, uh, fantasy team, fantasy te- team where he does not see the flaws in them at all, is in love with them the entire time, even when they're making horrible moves. <laughs> well, at least he didn't have to. He didn't have too long to to have to root for them since they all went out before merge. Yeah, they all went out before jury at least. Yeah. Oh no, Caleb was on his team. Caleb was his last person. Oh yeah. Um uh uh yeah, so so Jake third wheeling the the D and Austin's breakfast date. Yeah. Yeah, they they all have their little confessional. Oh, this this was a sort of a new thing and it it kind of reminded me of like uh what was the island of lost souls they used to walk along and and snuff out people's choice uh, Oh, oh, the 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 walk of the fallen. The... Yeah, whatever that's called. Um, that kind of reminded me of that when they were going through the jury, talking yeah. about the jury. So they, the jury member gets a little a little package about them, them talking about them, and then that person goes into why what they're voting about. Yeah. Um, and obviously it's evenly split. You get sort of like snippets of like they probably asked. So why would you vote for this person? Why would you vote? Oh for this yeah, hundred percent. And it's uh, no surprise that like the two people who talk about Jake are the two people who we liked listening to the most. Who <laughs> was it? Caleb, Caleb and Emily. Yeah, and but because also they're, they're like, oh, they could really see both sides. Their answers about Jake were like, well, you know, I think Jake actually could have a shot, though. <laughs> you know, like yeah, you know, yeah. I'm not, I'm not out 
<laughs> you know, it's like, I'm not throwing Jake out. I don't think, you know, like he's yeah, that bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jake's a dark horse of this competition. And and they made, a, they made great points. They really yeah. did. Yeah. But it, you just needed to be up against weaker opponents and he just wasn't. No, he wasn't. Um, so uh, let's go to final tribal, shall we? Let's any, go. Any moment. We're here at final tribal. Joel, we made it. We're the final yeah. two. You're, you were my number one the whole time. The the thing and Cody that, was my number one. Yeah, you were my number one, and Ryan was my number one, and yeah. Cody was my number one. Um, uh, so the one thing that surprised me a lot in this final tribal was D and Austin going at it. They talked about how they're going to go at it, but I I thought they were joking, and then they actually do. I disagree. I wanted them to 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 go harder. I think Austin started it, and that was good. I think D had a had almost lost lost the game in her tribal performance. Really? Yeah. Like so, so you were mentioning earlier about how Emily um had Served to like, force yeah forced. had to force her. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't think it was the best final tribal performance of all time. She wasn't telling people exactly what what they wanted to hear, which yeah. is um but I think she still um got across what we've been seeing, you know, like she got across why we think she would be a good winner, why we think she's the obvious winner. She eventually got it across. I think her best moment came from Austin and that's not something that you want to see. It was great that it did when Austin, when Austin says, and Dee didn't even know about that. Like Dee didn't tell Julie about that, you know, and then the entire jury just smiles and you go, okay, Dee wins the game. Um, but it comes from Austin's blunder and not her taking ownership of that. I feel like when, when there's, and when there's ever a question, like, I know that you play this game a lot with your heart, but tell me a time when you played with your head and you respond, I never did. Um, I (laughs) played with my heart and head both times. Right. Like you're, you're just purposefully like, it's not purposeful. It's just such a non answer. And it's a non answer that the jury isn't looking for. Right. You but need to is, answer the questions. Is. Sure. It's authentic, but it's just like you're being, they were being too. I felt, I felt D was being really nice until Austin came for her. And then she's like, Oh yeah, I got to fight. Yeah. Right. Like, yes. and I, I feel like that's, that's one of the reasons why I wasn't a fan of D like mid merge because I felt after Caleb t- said her name, she got so reactive she got really like reactive and it felt like an emotional response of trying to get Caleb out mm-hmm. rather than like, you said, my name, you got to go. It, it was like, no, they said my name. Now I'm mad and he's got to go. Right. Like it, it felt like there was that distinction and, and she recovered really well and showed like level headedness throughout. But I, I was worried that uh, a friend of mine said that she gave, she gave big um, soccer player, pro soccer player energy mm-hmm. <laughs> throughout, throughout the, the season and I, and I agreed, but I, I just felt like I felt Austin was hitting the marks and, and if he hadn't had that stumble, he might've been able to, to scoop up. Um, hey, it was, it was closest as yeah. it's been in a while. Yeah. Um, uh, as close as it could get in, in uh, the, the numbers they had there, but other than a tie, other than a tie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I think just going backwards, uh, from what you were talking about, I, I have thought about it this week, um, that, Yes, D, as soon as she heard somebody was saying their name, they would be next on the block for her, and she'd be very strident about that. Yeah. 
but sometimes these things that can be read as weaknesses in certain uh, situations that can be a strength. You I know? think that's the right move. If, you, if keep keep my name out your mouth, right? Yeah. Like if somebody's saying your name, get them gone. Get them out. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's the right thing. But and, and and I think D is a social enough player. People like her enough that they don't see that as like a weakness. You know, like like as much, right? Yeah, um, I just felt like the way she reacted, maybe it's because I love Caleb, but the way she reacted to Caleb, like Caleb's on the bottom and she was like so offended that he would even dare to say her name sure. in that situation. Like, well, no, he's on the bottom. He's going to throw out a name. And 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 opposed to like, you got to spin it in terms of like, I would have worked with you. Like, I'm the only one who's throwing you a bone here. Right. Yeah. So I, I kind of spoke about this uh, um, earlier in the Way season. Back then. With with uh yeah, with D, but also with like Bruce, like I think Bruce Bruce's paranoia is what made him a more frustrating player, but I do think he lasted longer because of his paranoia. Mm. Um there's a couple of votes where he, you know, sussed out was able to suss out that people were gonna vote for him and him being so paranoid is what made people and the fact that he had an idol got made people like kind of bend over backwards until that when he finally went out, there was a lot of bending over backwards to get him out, right? Yeah. Um, but like, just like sometimes these things that we read as weaknesses, and I know that like, yeah, the Caleb thing, we were rooting for Caleb, so we didn't want to see Caleb go home. So yeah. obviously we're going to be mad at D. Uh, I think people, people... But I wasn't mad at D for voting Caleb out. I was mad at D for reacting in such a strong, visceral way at tribal council in a public setting mm-hmm. when her name was mentioned. No, I, right. I remember that. Yeah. I remember that happening and it being like, D, you might be sinking yourself. And then she goes and yeah. wins immunity. Like, I, I remember that at that moment being like, oh, yeah. his target is going so up. I think it, the, the re before a conversation tonight was a- emblematic. I think that just those four people protect, protected each other so much. Yeah, they were so uh, strong. That's the strongest alliance I've seen in, in a very, very long time. Yeah. And, uh, just like them, them talking about how D's name kept coming up and blah, blah, blah. And she was the threat of the thing. Like, but I think she sold that well being like, yeah, but I was paranoid, but I had you guys. So I trusted that I wouldn't be going out. Like I had yeah. you guys and you guys had my back. So we would vote the people out that, that were coming after me. Yeah. Like even it, what I think is really great about D's play is her saving Julie. I think that was so pivotal because mm-hmm. you see so many people and like nobody gets it. Uh, nobody gets it that there is this like this this thing where you know you want to keep people in the game who are shields and you have mm-hmm. to strike the right time. It, it it felt like everyone was like, well, this person's so scary. Let's get them out immediately, rather than anyone saying, okay, great. When they're gone, I'm next, and recognizing that and keeping them along. And I think D keeping Julie in was so huge to her game, mm-hmm. uh, in in terms of giving her that buffer space. Without Julie being in, she's gone at five. Mm-hmm. You know, like she, there's no other target there. There's no other target for Katura to flip on, uh, and it, it's. I, I mean, I I think it's right for D to bring up. I had a lot of luck in my game. Usually, that can you can spin that as weakness. You know, like oh, you had a lot of luck. You don't deserve the win. But it is a it is really lucky that she had Julie. She had Austin. Obviously, she had Drew as well. But Austin and Julie were such 
strong people to have for her. Like both of them were like good enough players to keep beside you. Yeah. Like, but like, and, and, and I think D would have beat Julia at the end as well. Um, but, uh, I think uh, like the, the keeping Julie, yes, but being close enough with Austin that Austin would tell D yeah. about a Julie oh, yeah. blindside coming is also, yeah, no, like it shows her social game. And like, that was, that was the moment where I was like, great. D's the winner. I'm very mm-hmm. happy with this as a result. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, last week is when I re- like, cause I kept saying to Cody, just remember, just like, we got to keep track of this. D is getting what she wants. Like, mm-hmm. like every episode, if D says, this is who I want to go home, that's who goes home. Yeah. And then last week with the blind side of Drew, that coming together and it being like, first being like Jake being like, this is going to be my move. And then it's just like, so clearly D's yeah. move. Yeah. It's like, oh, I think D's got it. Yeah. That's when I first was like, oh, I think D can definitely maneuver herself to the end with this final five. Like, this is the perfect yeah. final five for D. Um, okay, so we're, we're, I mean, listen, these reunions, there's never much to talk about. Is no, there they anything? Suck. They suck. Yeah. What, what's what's, mo- what's more pizza. exciting is the preview for 46 highlighting people's audition tapes. And I... It, it, it's interesting. I, I like seeing them, but I also, it makes me mad. It's like, are people not applying for Survivor? There's been such a push to apply for Survivor. Mm-hmm. And if people aren't applying for Survivor, why the damn hell have I not gotten a call? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, same here. I'm mad too. Uh, like, yeah, they're telling they're telling me not to be afraid. I'm like, I've sent three tapes, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm want? not scared. Yeah. I'm uh, desperate. I've sent you glitter. In yeah. every single one of my resumes. If that doesn't show that I'm interested, what will? So I thought there was going to be no no vote finalist because Caleb yelled Jake and I was excited about that, but there is a no vote finalist. And like yeah. I said, oh, and, uh, and one thing I wanted to say when they talked about the Caleb vote where he uh, was safe in the whatever shot in the dark thing, yeah. there's a clip of Sifu there. And you, you saw Sifu and maybe it broke my heart. Like, put him on the fucking jury. Yeah, I felt so bad to have not like I just felt heart heartbroken for Sifu not being at that reunion. I didn't feel that bad. I would have preferred Rupert there over Sifu. Rupert? Yeah, because Sifu desperately wanted to be the new new age Rupert. Come on, yeah. let's be real. <laughs> Rupert who plays guitar wouldn't be that yeah. be awesome? There seems <laughs> to be another Sifu in the next season. There's a guy that's playing the guitar. Oh yeah, that's true. Shredding it up. Yeah. So maybe that'll be a new shredder, a new, a new Sifu and destroy. Yeah, Sifu is the new archetype. Yeah. Oh yeah, Sifu is who we all aspire to be. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we've we've chatted a lot about the season. Uh, I think we've said most of what we had to say. Uh, anything you want to say? Any predictions for next season? I predict the next season will be better than this season. I don't predict that. This is my favorite season since Winners at War. Um, what? No, come on. Forty-four. Jam Jam Carson. I, I had. Caroline. I had. I liked that season, but uh, I liked forty-two even more. But uh, oh yeah. Uh, but I would rank the new era: forty-five, forty-two, forty-four, forty-one, forty-three. Yeah, I mean, obviously, forty-three is the worst one. Sorry, yeah. Gabler. Sorry, Gabler. Yeah. Um, but, and I, 
I like 41 as well, but uh, um, I just think the 90, the weather, I don't know where it would rank if it was 60 minute episodes, but I think the the best part about this season was the 90 minute episodes. And I, yes. and I see it that way. And I, I, and I'm, and I'm objective that way. Like it's, it's the TV show. I'm rating it on entertainment levels, how much yeah. I liked it. I liked it. I love Survivor. I was starting to be a bit cynical about it. I love I remembered why I love Survivor. Yeah. Because of these 90-minute episodes, I think. I I feel with with how much production loves to throw in twist after twist and like trying to overcomplicate things, having 90 minutes gives them the space to do all their little twist things and then still focus on what makes Survivor great, which are the people, the characters, the stories, and the relationships, which is yeah. the core of the game and why the game will always be fantastic. Um, okay, it's, it's, uh, yes, I agree. I'm, I am a bit rushed right now because we got it and because of the Zoom meeting, but uh, I wanted to shout out some people that reached out to us on Instagram from some prompts. Our friend Leo wanted Jake to win. He said uh, that he uh, thought Jake was going to make a move during uh, the move of the season. Didn't happen. It was close. I was hoping. Uh, Survivor fit uh, August and Keegan uh, said D. They were there, but they were rooting for Jake. I think anybody rooting for Jake got what they wanted tonight. They got a triumph. Yeah. As, as much as they were yeah. going to Jake, get. Jake showed very well. I was rooting for Julie going in. Uh, and uh, just based on her edit, I knew she wasn't going to get it. Keegan says, why did Bello yeah. blow it so hard? Quick answer. They're not good at Survivor. Um, <laughs> yep, I agree with that answer. Uh, Parker, uh, this is hard to answer now, but who has the worst chance uh, to win entering the finale? I would have said Katura. Katura. Yeah. Uh, Jeff said this season made him question fire making. What, what do you think that means from August? Good. You're good. Stop <laughs> it. What because do you think it means? It means I'm excited. You yeah. realized it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, it means, oh yeah, fire making is boring. Well, but what do you think this? It's fire not. It was a good, it was a good fire making one. Though. Yeah. I don't know why. Maybe he just saw there was no variance in it. I don't know. Maybe yeah. because Jake took it so easily. I'm not sure. Anyway. Thank you for reaching out. I'm sorry that I have uh, forgotten till the end both weeks I did that, but we are, me and Cody are hopefully going to do an, a season overview. And I want to do, I also want to do a trivia thing in the, in between seasons. Um, so uh, there will be more content and thank you all so much for listening throughout this season. This has been a really fun season to podcast about maybe my favorite uh, uh, podcasting we've done and uh and you know i was curious why we got that um uh canadian podcast award uh, nomination but uh i'm not curious anymore because i think this is the best podcast in the world um, yeah i mean really it's been lovely to see your guests as well jake has been very silent and yeah. as he should be yeah shut up jake i've really i've really loved that he's trying that to from talk. here on out yeah, you're going to have Brandon just off to the side. Just whenever you need to let out some rage from Cody, you know, saying mean things, you got something to punch. Yeah, exactly. He'll be around. Um, uh, Get off that ladder. Get off that ladder, Brandon. Uh, he, can't. He, keeps, he keeps trying to show me that he can climb a ladder now. Yeah, he just well, can't do it. The most important moment. And Chris, thank you so much for always being on the show. We love having you. You're the best. I love being here.
Um, okay, thank you, and follow our social media. Check out my stand-up comedy album. And uh, goodbye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Rate, review, subscribe. Bye-bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 